Remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? Yo, 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 what's poppin'? I have another question for you. All right, let's get it. Would you rather be royalty Okay. 1,000 years ago or an average person today? Oh, I'm royalty all the way, 100%. What do you mean? Why would I be a regular person today? What? What's wrong with that? It, you would be royalty 1,000 mm-hmm. years ago. Oh, yeah, that's when times were good. Yeah. That's probably yeah. the, that's probably better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh women rights look that great for me one thousand well, years thing, ago. Oh man, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh yeah, no, hundred percent not royalty. Uh like uh, what do you mean? I I I'm, I get to live an awesome life. Um uh, uh, I don't know what I don't know. So like technology and stuff didn't really matter. Um uh, let's see I gotta do whatever the heck I want. So I'm chilling. It's great life. What do you mean? I know. I'm happy with the present. And why? What do you mean, why? Yeah, like, why do you want to live here? And as an average person for the rest of your life? You know how you said, what you, what you don't know doesn't matter? Yeah. Well, I'm happy that there's so many things I don't know. But the internet and advancements allow me to learn anything I do want to learn. Uh, nah. You're good. Think I'm about good. it, okay? Like, okay. for me... I'm okay being a regular person. I don't need to be anyone special. Like, as long as I'm still special to myself, <laughs> like, I'm happy with who I am. That's enough. Think about how we have family really far away from us. Yeah. You wouldn't, like, what, send them a letter? As and a rich person. And they receive, well, doesn't matter how rich we were, distance. Yeah, I'll get a sequel to send it over for me. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, send a letter and then wait months for it to arrive. Yeah, that's fine with me. And then months to go visit them. Simpler times. It's not like, okay, I mean, now you can communicate easy, but like, when's the next, when's, when, when am I going to go visit them, you know? Like, everything takes time, and that's because I'm working all the time. But over there, I got all the time in the world, baby. I can go whenever I want. Get a boat. I don't know, you know? Get a plane, whatever it is. Let's go. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. It's just better. It's a better answer, to be honest. Because you are allergic to being an average person. Oh, yeah. You ain't ever going to catch me being an average show. You're definitely one of those people that want to be remembered when you're gone. Yeah. You want to be known. Mm Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, I'm okay if the day I die is the last day anyone talks about me. yeah, I I can't subscribe to that at all. Mm. That's that's sad for me. I, well, because to me, life is how I lived it. Yeah. And if I lived it good and I was happy, then I don't care if no one knows I existed. All right. You ready to start the episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so today we have an awesome episode. It is episode 50. Now, that calls for a special type of Reddit stories. Oh, yeah. okay. So for me, I was thinking like, well... Episode 50, that's like halfway to 100, which is crazy. We've done uh, 50 episodes. That's wild. Yeah. Um, but even more, um, I think for us, I think our, our, our niche with like Reddit stories where we really shine is relationship advice. Okay. I feel like that's where we really get in the nitty gritty of things and we really can 
uh, dissect and give good advice and, and all that jazz. So for episode 50, what better than to, you know, take the path that we're best at. So we're going to go ahead and do relationship stories. Okay. Ready for that? Those tend to be the ones that get me the angriest. The they quickest. do. They do. And I can already tell. I feel like the first one is going to get you the most angry. Okay. I was just hoping you say, you know, special, let's make it good times. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no good times with Reddit, <laughs> so uh, it's harder. Heartwarming okay. ones. It's harder to find um, uh, good, wholesome, heartwarming Reddit stories than it is to find bad ones. Yeah. So, you know, that says it all. Okay. But you ready for the first story yeah. for today? All right, let's hit it. My 33 female husband, 37 male, is angry. I need surgery. As the title says, my husband and I have been together for 15 years. House, kids, the whole lot. I need a surgery to repair some nerve and artery damage to my arm or else I'm going to lose the use of that arm and my husband is not happy about it. It's not even about money, public health care or that he's scared slash worried. No, he's pissed because I will need time off work. We own a company together as equals and he will need to adjust his days to work around our school age kids while I recover. He's stomping around and slamming doors like a child all pissy that his schedule will be affected and won't even talk to me about the surgery. I'm so stressed about his reaction and all the things I'll have to do at home instead of recovery because he said he won't pick up my slack. That I'm just thinking, what if I do no surgery and just wait till I can't use my arm anymore and at least I'll get funded home help for the housework and kids when that happens and try to adjust to a new lifestyle. But you would think after this long and building a life together, he would have some ability to show me a bit of support. It's not like I'm doing this on purpose just to ruin his plans or something. I'd prefer not to have surgery too, but I have kind of grown fond of having two functional arms. So good people have read it. What advice do you have? I think my husband is being a complete see you next Tuesday about this. But should I try to be more understanding of the stress he would be under? See you right. next Tuesday. I don't know what that means. I, I, okay, I think you might have read that wrong. No, that's what the story says. See you next Tuesday. What does? See you see next Tuesday is like, like a way of saying bad words without saying bad words. Oh, okay. You found it? <laughs> I, I, okay, so I figured it out. Um, uh, um, but basically, see you. Like, mm -hmm. see you saying, hey, like, see you. Oh, it's also see yeah, and then yeah, you, yeah. right? And then next Tuesday, n the NT. first letter, yeah. N T, the yeah. first letter of both. Yeah, so I was right. So C U N T, you know? Yeah. Right there. How did you not know this? <laughs> I, I didn't put it together. I, I didn't even know like that. that this I, whole I, time you've just been telling people, yes, see you next Tuesday. Oh, indeed. how nice of you. Of course I'll see you next <laughs> Tuesday. Okay, going to the story, I will say I myself have grown have very been a fond. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> no, I've been I've grown very fondly of having two working arms yeah. as well i would actually take a third if i could you know <laughs> yeah but stitch right. it up yeah stitch it up i'm sure i can find some use for it you know <laughs> you just right now a uh, infomercial played in my head like, <laughs> how many times have you been stuck having both hands full and just wished you had an extra <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah but like uh the gray color scheme of it and, yeah. and like that and then like as soon as the third arm pops up it's everything's color. in color yeah <laughs> Well, think no further. <laughs> we are throwing a special one ninety nine. You get an extra set of plates and if you call dish. in the next. Was that Robert? Was that? <laughs> this is the lowest. This is the lowest deal you're gonna get, guys. The low. <laughs> we're gonna throw a rag in there too. You guys are gonna get a rag, two dishes, yeah. taken out, extra arm for a low price of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's pretty pretty low price. Um, for an extra arm, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, this husband, you know the thing that came to my mind? Yeah. He is the type of person that if, forbid, one of their children ever gets in a car accident, he will ask and be more concerned about how the car is mm. than the person. That kind of vibes? Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. I, I don't know how people get to this level, though, because like, it seems like for him... The biggest thing right now that that's his concern, not his wife, is his company. Yeah. Which I get it. You know, like we ourselves have been and are bis- like, you know, business people. Mm-hmm. Like we are always striving to, to build our own business, our own brand and all that good stuff. Right. But I've never thought like, man, my business is more important than my wife. You know, like that's never come across yeah. to me. And it seems like this is the case for them. I get it, though. Like I, I can only assume that they're whatever business that they're running. It's probably dealing with like bigger dollars, bigger um, uh, like volume of things. Uh, There's they can take bigger stress. hits. Yeah, exactly. And if being owned by just them, it could be very small. The the work group. Yeah, yeah, very, uh, very small group of <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. So so I can see that they can take like a bigger loss if one of them, you know, yeah. got into had to take some time off. But that still doesn't mean that you're okay to, like, postpone something like a losing a limb. Yeah. That's crazy. Risking losing a limb over some things like this. I honestly do not care if we had a average uh, or a traditional company or oh, company. business compared to YouTube. But mm. either way, whether it be traditional or YouTube, yeah. I don't care if we have to pause it. Or a year or whatever it needs to be for us to be okay yeah yeah definitely i mean it's like money comes and goes you know like mm-hmm. you lose money you make money yeah sometimes the hole is deeper than other times right yeah but you're never gonna get your arm back yeah never that's gone you know well i guess you could get a robot arm which is in a way kind of cool but uh, i still don't think it's as good as a regular arm <laughs> I mean, you gotta oil that bitch up every once in a while, you know. So, that not the W forty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gotta have it on deck all the time. So, so yeah, uh, I don't think it's as good. I feel like this one's kind of hard because um, uh, that guy's already reacting like a child. So I feel like when you are trying to have a good conversation with a significant other and they are over already reacting like. Um, uh, childish kind of like bad behavior not paying attention and all that stuff like it just it doesn't turn out well now what i would do in this situation is actually not even confront the husband anymore um stop worrying about him this is your body so go take care of yourself first and foremost i understand you're both running the same company and all that but your body is more important so go take care of yourself you know I would take this as a wake-up call to myself because if this is how he's acting on something that is so important, yeah, like a limb, how is he going to act when we're older? And once I start having health issues, like when you get older, things like that happen, is this really someone that will be there for me as we age and grow old together? I don't know how they got here, though. That's the question I'm really pondering because they've been together for 15 years. Yeah. 15 whole years. Did he not show any signs of this? Like at all throughout the whole time they were married and living together and evolving as as a couple? Like. I'll take um, the benefit of the doubt. Okay. And I'll say that maybe he needs help with a wake up call. 
and just sitting so him down and say, hey, I know that there's a lot writing on our company right now and uh, me taking a step back is going to be tough. But let's not forget that this is my life. This is my arm that uh, you're making me feel guilty for fighting to keep it. Yeah. It sounds like you rather me keep going as it is and lose my arm. Do you understand the gravity of that? And maybe he's just so caught up on work, 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 work that he has become, this sounds bad, but you know how managers can be where you you started from the ground up. You, you might have started as, let's say, a typical uh, clothing shop like Target. If okay. you start as a cashier and move your way up and then you're the store manager, managers can sometimes forget how it oh, was. They ever were there. Yeah. yeah. And they start treating people so differently. Yeah. And sometimes you, I guess we just have been dealt with bad managers at, <laughs> at some points where you just look at them and it's hard to imagine that they don't see you as a person you know yeah. sometimes it feels like that yeah. so maybe he just has gotten so cut up that he has started to see her as an employee in that way or just like another uh asset or yeah helping hand Dunch. but everyone needs a wake-up call because you should never get to the point where you see people like that yeah oh yeah uh okay so this is like my last um thoughts on it if your husband is not in the place right now to be able to like listen to you or or help you or be there for you, then you need to be that for yourself. Yeah. So you know. don't let what he's pushing on you, the pressure he's pushing on you, make you get to the point where you're doubting whether you should just keep going and yeah. see if your arm yeah is there or not and then she's already thinking about okay well maybe like just keep working and then i'm gonna be able to get help like what like what it doesn't work like that no that's how much how, how affected she has been by his comments or how he's treating her no yeah but this is definitely a, a i would question my relationship with you yeah because you're no longer being felt like you matter you want to hear some talk comments yeah all right, top comment here is you're having one surgery. This is nothing. Imagine how this man who's committed to you will treat you if you really get sick. When you get old, when you need his support much more than this. Will this guy stick around for all that? He's showing you. Pay attention. Plan accordingly. And then somebody else said, tell him you need both arms because you want to be able to flip him off as he toss him divorce papers with the other hand. <laughs> I guess y'all wrote your own vows that admitted in sickness and in health. And then OP replied, haha, yeah, well, it might get to that point. I'm getting very over it. And funny enough, the sickness and in health part was in our vows, but we took out the part about obeying. Maybe I need to remind myself of that. Do you want to hear the update? Yeah. All right, let's hear the update. Those of you who said it was fake or said I was lying, all I can say is that I'm so glad you are able to think that because hopefully that means you have love and support in your life. Okay, so most important thing first, I have an appointment with a surgeon on Tuesday. I'm making the choice to have the surgery. I have organized childcare and will be driving myself to the appointment as my husband is too busy at work to come with me. 
I spoke to him yesterday about the surgery, my feelings and needs. I used I statements to try to not make him feel like I was accusing him or attacking him. But honestly, it was like talking to a brick wall. One word answers, shoulder shrugs, uh uh-huhs. I tried asking how he was feeling about it or what he needed, but nothing worked. I finally kind of lost it and asked why he thinks this is no big deal and not worthy of his attention at all. And well, it turns out he doesn't think it's that bad. And I'm just being dramatic. I mean, if you ignore the doctor reports, the imaging reports, the diagnostic test, and the surgeon's report, I'm still not even being dramatic. I work full time, do all the housing kid duties, run all the errands, and never use my arms as an excuse. So long story short, I'm seeing my surgeon next week and my husband and I are in separate beds for the time being because I can't deal with his face right now. Everything else will work out later once I have more of a concrete plan with my surgery. But thank you, everyone. You helped me balls up and take my own health seriously and do what I needed to do. Yeah. This guy is ridiculous. I, I, I wish someone would strap his arm and not be able to use it for a day and see how he feels. Yeah, I, oh man, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes men, and I'm only speaking out of really my own experience mm-hmm. as a man, I don't know, like, sometimes you, I'm, I'm going to be, like, completely transparent here. Sometimes you smack yourself, right? Like, because <laughs> I don't know why you're, like, your your body's just naturally a little clumsy. And I so am you, a klutz, for sure. So you smack yourself, like, at least, I'm not exaggerating, at least 15 to 20 times a day, probably. 15, 15 I think I want to say. 15 is a good number. A I mean, I don't know if I can even argue with you, because uh, last night I hit my left wrist, arm, and shoulder within, like, five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah you hit yourself so much and i don't understand it i don't get it at all but that being said you smack yourself uh on things and sometimes you're like ow ow that hurts so much that hurts so much and you're like why do you not even care you and, don't. And, and, and 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 well part of it is because i i, I can't care for 15 times a day it's so many <laughs> but second of all it's because i smacked myself on things too or I've hurt myself, or I've accidentally dropped a sofa on my leg, or blah, blah. And to me, as what I do is, I go like, oh, all right, let's keep going. And, and I'm always, always, are you okay, honey? Yeah, and that's fine, but because I do it so rarely. No, it's because if, I genuinely would ask. Okay, that's fine. But my point of this is to say that, like, I, I sometimes it's hard for me to, to feel um, empathetic. Is that the correct word? empathy mm-hmm. for when you smack yourself because i know my i know that me myself have hurt myself and even if it gets pretty bad hurt i just kind of like keep going keep going with my day like for example i don't i think i still have it but like i was at work um i want to say like maybe two weeks ago and i accidentally like um clipped my hand on something like my finger mm-hmm. and it started bleeding from internally my finger mm-hmm. and it hurt so bad in the in the, like in that mm-hmm. moment but i was like oh all right let's keep going and it's still the blood is still there <laughs> but the thing is like i just decided to move forward with it but i feel like if that happened to you you would clip your finger and you'd be like ah ah like and you'd be saying like that hurts so much and for like the next like two or three minutes you'd be like it hurts it hurts and i'd be like okay well let's you know let's take care of it or whatever and that's why i feel like i i i think some guys feel this way but this man I feel like he took that way too far. It's a whole arm. 
Yeah. You well, I, I think this is something different with them. But I'm going to defend myself. Sometimes, okay. sometimes I hate myself. I do. I am really clumsy and I do hate myself all the time. And there's times, though, where I hit myself or I stub my toe somewhere and we're getting ready to leave. And you're like, okay, are you, are you good to go? Like, we need to leave. I'm like, I can't even stand up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part that i'm like well, you're just you're like get up <laughs> yeah but it's because to me i'm like if that happened to me i would be like all right let's go like it's okay your foot is hurting but we're good to go but then there's other times i see you be a complete baby uh no yes can't say i've ever like if ones. i ever try to pop your pimple you'll start crying uh well that's different. <laughs> oh God, that hurts so bad. I don't oh, see that yeah, hurts so suck bad. It up. I think it's because I, I don't know why you do this to yourself, but you're so used to like just picking at your skin. Yeah. Where I'm not. Like I don't pick up my skin at all. But you do. Yeah. And so whenever you pick up my skin, I feel like you think you can go as much as you do to yourself. But, like to me, I'm like, it's my body. You don't know how hard you're doing to my body. No, I know how hard. I don't know about that one. But. I, I can't say that when it comes to like pinching or anything like that I, I feel like I I don't I'm not as good as handling it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not you're a baby okay well, going back to the story though just saying one last thing this is a limb again this this is a major yeah. losing a limb you know and I have my mom who thankfully has all her limbs but she was in a work related accident when i was like in middle school or something like that okay and she hurt her shoulder and it remained messed up forever you know and there's times where she gets really depressed because she feels like she's useless because she can't drive right like with her right arm sometimes or she can't sweep and it bothers her and it hurts her and just not having that ability that you're just so used to having and then it's gone yeah that's huge that's life-changing super and, and this guy's just taking it as it's not a big deal ready for the next story mm-hmm. all right let's hit it am i the equal for checking my husband's dash cam footage on his car without his consent i 34 female live with my husband 37 male and daughter 7 female My daughter and I recently went on a short trip out of state while my husband stayed as he had work and was supposed to look after our dog. On the last day of our trip, we got a call from my husband who was acting distraught and said that our dog Ellie had run away. He claimed she just bolted away from him in the park into some bushes and he could not find her. Our dog is quite small, a mini poodle mix and almost 13 years old. She's still active but it is really unlike her to run away from us and I was suspicious but chose to believe my husband and me and my daughter were in grief but did not want to blame him. When we came back home, he seemed surprisingly okay, unlike us. Ever since the pandemic, my husband started working from home, and he has always been annoyed at how much attention we gave Ellie, and hated how Ellie begged to sit on our laps in his while he worked. A few days later, we got a call from an animal rescue in a neighboring state quite far from us that she had been found. I picked the phone up and it was on our landline, which we almost never use these days but was the contact on the microchip. I told my husband and he just said, that is great, I am so happy. But it felt kind of blunt and insincere. I said it is strange that she got so far and he responded that someone must have stolen her 
and then abandoned her. This made little sense to me as to why that would happen. When he was out drinking with his buddies, I copied the video from his dash cam for the days I was away and saw that he had indeed taken Ellie far out of state and he clearly dropped her in front of his car, throwing a frisbee like an object into a field, yelled a fetch, and drove off without her. I was livid and confronted him and he just stupidly muttered how he had dropped her there so she could find a farm and have a better life and then the next day got really angry at me for viewing his dash cam and called me and my daughter a-holes what is wrong with that i've heard many parents say yeah send their dogs to a farm to live a better life yeah. old spot went to uh, the farm mm -hmm. yeah. okay so this weekend we went to my uncle's house yeah and they have little kittens they do they're very cute mm -hmm. and i was just asking my aunt about her her cats and stuff and she mentions how the mom of the original cat or baby cat kitten um was abandoned by, by my uncle <laughs> interesting so she and my cousin went on a trip to Guadalajara, and when they got back The it was gone. It was gone. But my, like my uncle, she kind of knew too. Because mm. before she left, she said, don't do anything <laughs> to the cat. Wow, she she called it. She called it. They got back and my uncle had gotten rid of the cat. Dang. Was she sad about it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of an asshole you move to do. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of kind of crappy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I... I don't know how, how you have the heart to do this. I feel like I couldn't do that to an animal. Even if I hated the animal or, or just not didn't feel good with the animal or whatever, or it wasn't mine, I feel like I couldn't just abandon it. Yeah. It sucks. Because even, like, one time, and that feels so bad, but, like, one time um, uh, back when we were youngsters, mm -hmm. um, uh, I was on my way to your house, and then I saw a little kitten just in the middle mm -hmm. of the street. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, if that kitten's going to die probably. Like, it's in the middle of the street, and there's no other kittens around. It's just on its own. There's cars driving, and it was so tiny. So I took it. Mm -hmm. And I brought it to your house, and I was like, this is your cat. Like, this, mm -hmm. this, this is yours now. And you're like, no, we can't have a cat here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is your I'm cat. I'm also allergic to cats. <laughs> yes, you are. So, uh, so clearly, you guys didn't want it. So I had to go and return it back to the streets where I found it. So that was so sad for me because I'm like, that thing, what is it? It's gonna die. It's gonna definitely die. Yeah, I can't just keep a cat. Well, that's your fault, I guess. Just, you uh, could have taken. I that guess cat. you're just heartless. I don't know. You could have taken the cat, but it was for you. And in your, where you used to live, the people next to you had so many cats. Well, they did have a lot of cats. I could have definitely taken it. <laughs> well, it's, it's somewhere out there, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, clearly that didn't happen. So, uh, sad, sad cat times. Uh, but it sucks and it feels bad and, and, and it hurts the heart. And I can't, I can't imagine someone doing this on purpose, especially to a doggy. You don't even take it to a shelter if you don't want it. I don't know what he's doing, but this is a major red flag because you straight up lied to my face. Yeah. 
And then you get mad at me because I found the you know truth. What? Honestly, that's that's the one flaw that men have. They think that women are not gonna find out, but they are. Yeah, women are detectives. They're we like were born detectives. They you can't hide anything. And, and for the most part, we don't even need to do a lot of detecting. You guys are just really bad. At, you know well, what? My theory is that we have found so many male serial killers. Yeah. But there's just as many women serial killers who are just so. better at hiding it. I can believe that. I can believe it. I think we need to, like, I think as men, we need, kinda, need to show off a little bit uh, to be like, well, look at us. We're doing something, right? No, so, it's not that you're showing off. It's that you do a sloppy job. Yeah, yeah. I if think, it's anything, like, you wash the dishes. <laughs> yeah, why are you going to call me out like that? <laughs> uh, I, I think, honestly... I think as as men we just care less. I, I think we, we we don't care as much. But uh, if I tell you something like I give you a simple, I don't know, I give you a simple story or something that I did, you're you're gonna ask a lot of questions. I like, do. You ask so many questions, and I had to like figure out I don't know whatever it is the details of that story. You know, even if it's true, sometimes I feel like I'm lying because of how many questions you ask. I'm like, well, oh, I don't know. I don't I don't remember that part. Uh, no, this happened. Whatever, you know? I just so, want the whole story. If I'm going to hear a story, I need the beginning, middle, end. Yeah, but you want all the little details, too. Yeah. This is a lot. Because a lot. you will skip important parts, and then the story doesn't make sense, and I'm supposed to just move on with my life <laughs> and listening to your story when it doesn't make sense. And so that's where this guy went wrong. Like, he, you're like, you know, like, yeah, Manny and I went hiking today, and then we had a great time. I ended up getting in the pool um, there's a pool in, in the mountains where did you get in a pool oh no later we went to so-and-so's house and went to the pool you see these things don't make sense well that's all you need to know just hike and pool that's all that's all you need to know baby i but yeah this is where the guy messed up he didn't think his wife was gonna care as much as she did but she cares because you know you care he so. knew she cared that's why he lied yeah, but he thought he was gonna let it. She was gonna let it go. He was like, "Uh, yeah, she's gonna be sad, but she's gonna let it go. She's not gonna care that much." But no, this person. That's where he went wrong. I, I honestly though, the the part that I thought was so funny was like as he was telling this story, I was like, "Man, this sounds so familiar," and it's because I've told this story, but I've told this story in reverse. <laughs> and the reason <laughs> I thought it was funny is because that's exactly what my dad did to me. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing that my dad did. <laughs> But he's a good I guy. Was, I was thinking about that. He's a good guy, but I'm like, this is exactly what he did. You know, he he like he was like, hey, look, kick the ball, and then he kicked the ball, and then and I went chasing it, and then I came he went back to another country, and then he moved to another country. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. He's a good guy. He, he moved to another country to help us out uh, financially. But uh, yeah, that's the only way he can, I guess, have me not pay attention to him. Yeah. Uh, but that's exactly what we did with the, the the puppy. Maybe he, I don't know, but maybe he had a good intention. No, no, this guy did it on purpose and tried to hide his tracks. Your dad, yeah. on the other hand, get him a little too drunk, he'll start telling the story yeah, and yeah, he'll start crying. Every so. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he keeps it as kind of a regret like and something that made him really sad. Yeah. This guy, that's not... It's good. It actually like probably makes him happy, honestly. Probably makes him happy. But Dash, that thing, Dash He just cam. lays in bed and just, just laughs giggles. himself, <laughs> remembering the dog goes chasing the frisbee. <laughs> so that guy, dog, what happens after you got the frisbee? Or he said frisbee-like object, so it could have been whatever. You know, but dogs like, are crazy awesome 
imagine just three years later (laughs) 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 the frisbee is all beat up you know yeah and he comes returns it to its owner i can see that happening that's a movie right there honestly i'll come in here is not that hole Keep your dog and daughter and leave the husband in another state to find another family he'd have a better life with. Yeah, that's, I mean, maybe. I mean, you'd have to do something kind of fun. Maybe throw, like, a, let's see, what would I care about? Maybe, like, a weight? Just drive me somewhere, throw a weight, or maybe, like, a, a gym membership and you know, just leave me there. <laughs> yeah, a gym membership. <laughs> just drive off. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, somebody else said, wow, not the a-hole. You had a gut feeling and were absolutely right. This is horrible. What your husband did is sick and cruel. He left an innocent animal to die. Obviously, what you do now is up to you. But if it were me, I would never be able to trust him again. The entire relationship would be ruined. He needs to seek therapy if he is so insecure that he is jealous of a dog. Yeah. Pathetic excuse for a man. If he really didn't want to have a dog, that's definitely a conversation you can have. Because yeah. what if you really wanted to have a cat? Let I want well, a cat. Yeah, I know. You've been telling me for like the last <laughs> like a week. <laughs> Just cat this, cut that. You're <laughs> such a liar. I said it that one day that we were at my uncle's and that well, was it. You brought it a couple times up. I just need to find a hyperallergenic cat with yeah. the, the hair that's allergic. But... I, uh, the cat's not the perfect animal for me. I need a a dog. Okay. The size of a cat. I, I, I can see that. Okay. Whose numbers two is like a bunny. Number two is poopoos. Yeah. Poopoos is like a bunny. It's like a bunny. And okay. eats as often as a snake. Once a month. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we're good with having you just keep stuffed animals. I think that's I think that's the type of responsibility you can afford right now. <laughs> I think we're good with that one for now. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I don't know. That's my solution one. is just keep convincing my older brother to get the dogs that I've always wanted to have and yeah. go visit them once a week. Pretty good solution. That's about the the commitment that I'm ready for. OP did reply to the last top comment or mm-hmm. the last comment saying, "Oh, I will never trust him again, and I am going to be seeing a lawyer soon." I might have a lot to lose as I earn significantly more than him. Mm. Wow. This guy must be doing more than one thing wrong if she's going to freaking divorce him over a dog. Ah, Okay, it's more than that. It's it's It's, my dog. Yeah. You lied to my face. Then try to gaslight me about finding out that you're lying. Yeah, I I know, but like it's okay. Maybe what what happened was like he he goofed up. Like really realistically, he goofed up. He he goofing up sounds like a one time one moment event. Yeah, lying is not a one time moment event. You are continuing to lie as long as you don't tell me the truth. Every second, every minute, every day that goes by without you telling me the truth is you continuously goofing up. I think it's all about having the conversation. Just have conversations and and figure it out instead of, hey, I'm going to divorce you because this happened. No, conversate about it and figure something out together and come to a good, like, understanding that, hey, don't lie to me and also talk to me when you are jealous or of a dog or 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 just thinking of doing something bad like this that way we can actually walk talk to it together and, and figure something out you know what i'm saying is i personally wouldn't divorce you over that 
Yes, let's go. But it would restart my trust in you. All right. And that's how many years have they been together? <laughs> that's gonna take a minute. Yeah. And it's that's going to take, take a lot of work on your part. At least I think that's, that's a better outcome than just divorce, in my opinion. No, well, that's why I think you're right in saying that there must be other things going on for her to be able to do that. Yeah. There has to be some underlying issue. Yeah. Ready for the next story? Mm-hmm. This one's actually kind of cool because um, it's actually a listener write-in. Someone sent this in to us. Okay. So let's hear it. Am I the So me and this girl first met in preschool, became friends, and went to the same pre-K elementary, middle, and high school. However, in middle school, she ditched me and kind of threw our friendship in the trash, choosing to hang out with people who talked crap about me and bullied me. She's really fake because every time she sees me, she acts friendly, says we should hang out, and always ghosts me. We are in college now, but been like this forever. Her getting my hopes up and ghosting me. Well, I was at a concert when I caught her dad cheating on her mom with another woman while her mom was in the hospital. He actually admitted to me that it was in fact him. Would I be an echo for telling her or her mom what I know? Or should I let them all keep being in the dark? Part of me truly thinks they should know, but also part of me feels it would be the ultimate punishment for being a shitty friend to me growing up. Also, I feel like I love her family even if she is a shitty friend, so I don't want to hurt them. This is a toughie. And I've had a couple stories kind of like this. Mm. And... Well, stories or experiences? No, stories. Okay. And it's thankfully no experiences. That's good. In the sense of if you find out someone's cheating, what do you do? I can answer very easily for me what I would like some to be done to me. If you were caught by someone, I would want that person to tell me. Yeah. And... I think that's what people should do. And like OP is writing, she doesn't want to be causing harm to the family. Mm -hmm. But I don't see it like the messenger is causing the harm. The person that did those actions are to blame. That person's the one that is causing the harm. No one else. Just because someone outed you doesn't mean it's their fault. It's your fault. You messed up. But the part that I feel is, is hard is not everyone feels that way. I know of someone close to me who had this friend that they were really tight. They, they knew each other for a very, very long time. And they would sleep over at this person's house a lot. And um, eventually they got a partner. And at the sleepovers, well, he lived there. He would be there. Um, and... He came on to this person. Oh, dang. So, like I said, what I would do, she told her friend. Mm. They have not spoken since. She chose him mm-hmm. over oh, the friend? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if it's because they didn't believe it. Or I think deep down they did believe it, but didn't want yeah. to believe it. Oh, that's probably it. I mean, it has to be it. And that's why I say that this is hard because I know what yeah. I would want done to me. Therefore, that's what I think I would do. So I know I would run telling my friend if I caught their man's. Print it. I don't care if I'm friends with a guy as well. Yeah. I, um, th- I think honestly, if you want it to not be the finger pointed at you, uh, maybe do this anonymously. You know, uh, if you, could, you could get one of those uh, phone burners, burner phones. 
and then you know dial up the mom or whatever if you have a phone number just anonymously you know hey this was what happened i was at the concert i is that you oscar this is, this is not oscar this is michael you know and then um uh and see anonymously like that or you could um you could write a note you know i don't nice know handcrafted so... note leave it at the door i think i think that th- that wouldn't work just because the the friend's dad admitted to this person. So if yeah. the wife hangs out, the dad will automatically know, know who to who, point the finger. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, okay, this is what's gonna have to happen. You are gonna if if you decide that hey, I I, and it's the right thing to do. By the way, I agree with you. If you want to tell the mom, hey, like this is what happened. This is what I saw, and I'm so sorry. You have to go through with, with you have to go through it with, with the expectation that you are gonna no longer be able to have association with this family much because yeah. one um they are obviously probably gonna break up or like go their own separate ways divorce probably and the friend uh, that, that you're not really that close with because she keeps ghosting you is very likely gonna point the finger at you you did this to my family you were the one that caused yeah. this blah 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 you know one so, that's not your friend and this is someone that you need to stop talking to. Yeah, They're not honestly, good for you. Relationships like that are not worth it. They're not. Any type of relationship take, relationship takes two people. Yeah. You cannot be the only one trying to make this friendship work. 100%. And, and someone that I know that it was in middle school. Yeah. So I know I'm a completely different person than I was when I was in middle school. Even so, though, that does show you a little bit of who they were. And if they haven't changed, this is not someone that you want as your friend. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And honestly, that's something that's like a hard pill to swallow. Like, even for me, I, I have a similar experience like that where I knew somebody in high school and I was close to them. And uh, some point towards like the end of high school, maybe like uh, junior year, close to uh, senior year, uh, I feel like they did, well, not feel, I know that they were talking behind my back uh, to my friends and stuff or to people that I know and saying bad things about me or spreading rumors and stuff like that. And for me, I'm like, oh, that sucks because we were so close. Like, we were really, really close at one point. Now, cut to college, I actually ran into them. And, and they knew me. They saw me. We went to the same college. And they called out my name. They were like, hey, Oscar, Oscar, because they want to talk to me. And I chose to just ignore them and walk away because I no longer wanted their friendship. I no longer felt like they were important to me, you know, because I knew what they were capable of doing. I knew how crappy and shitty of a friend they are. So sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow. Sometimes it feels bad. But sometimes you just need to put yourself over a friendship. Yeah, and, and sometimes you just need to learn that the person that was your friend, the person that you considered someone close to you, is no longer that person. And it's okay to leave those yeah. memories as memories exactly. and disassociate with that person. Maybe another way to do it too is to contact this, this person that you were once friends with and just give her a heads up. Like, hey, like, I, I don't mean to, like, you know, overstep here. Uh, but I, I saw your dad, and he wasn't doing good things. Now, I, in good conscience, I can't I can't stand that because I care about your family. So I'm thinking of telling your mom, but I just want to give you a heads up because I don't want there to be bla- bad blood between us. I'm not doing mm. this to hurt you. Maybe. I'm not doing this for any bad cause. It's just because I care about yeah. you guys. Maybe, maybe that's another way. Maybe. maybe tell her and let her do with that information what she will. You could, yeah, yeah. That might be the cleanest way possible. 
That way she doesn't end up hating you because and I don't you put care the information if she ends out up there. hating you because she's not a good friend. So if after this she gets mad at you and doesn't want to talk to you, then that makes it easier for you to let this person go. Because you need to let this person go. Yeah, find more friends. Uh, the, the world is big. The world is huge. It, it sucks sometimes, but sometimes you, you have to move on. And and honestly, I can say that I have built cool friendships as an adult now that I cherish much more than some friendships that I had in high school with long people that I've known for a long time. So, you know? Um, but best of luck. I, I, honestly... I actually want to know if you go through with it. I want to know what you're going to do. So any updates. Update. Uh, Feel free to awesome. blame us if it goes bad. <laughs> Just reference them to this video. <laughs> Be like, this is what happened. You know, this is where I got my information from. So, yeah, let us know how that goes. And, and then we'll we'll provide an update here. Ready for the next story here? Yeah. All right, let's hit it. Am I the hope for pre-gaming my wife's dinners? My wife and I are both 32. Since we got married and moved in together five months ago, my wife has simply not made nearly enough food for me. This is not a kind of situation where I'm constantly agitated at her for incompetence or anything like that. I would be more than happy to microwave a burrito. I would be more than happy to whip up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I can't. My wife has, every single night of our marriage, done the same thing. She'll make me a tiny dinner. I'm talking like a Chinese chicken salad with 30 grams of chicken and 10 leaves of lettuce arranged fashionably with dressing. When I finish eating... I'm still hungry because of a 230-pound man who works a physical labor job. It's not enough food. At first, I tried openly communicating with her, but she always took it horribly. She would adopt a thousand-yard stare and then begin talking about how incompetent she is and how she can't even make her husband a proper dinner. I tried to calm her down with, Oh, honey, that's not the case. I just eat too much. Or, Don't worry about it. I can make a bit more. I tried to be overwhelmingly positive. It never helped. She would always just get incredibly disappointed in herself, cry, and or take it out on me. Then she would make the exact same amount the following day. After the communication route failed, I tried to eat her dinners as is. It became hard to sleep at night due to hunger, and I lost 7 pounds in the first month. Eventually, I figured out my own system. On my way home from work, I started swinging by a fast food restaurant and getting myself a burger. I would basically pre-game her meals with some more calories. I figured it was a win-win, as what she doesn't know can't hurt her, and I could have my fill of food. I would eat on my way home, walk in the door, pick up the salad or quinoa or homemade mac and cheese she made, compliment her for her delicious cooking, and later dispose of the wrappers secretly. Two days ago, I was on my way home and in line at a drive-thru. My mother-in-law was coming out of the restaurant. She ran over and greeted me. I asked her in a humorous way to not tell her daughter where she saw me because she'd take it badly. And she agreed. But then she narked on me anyway. I got home to a furious wife who demanded details. When I provided the truth, she got extremely angry and looked legitimately hurt. I'm not good at handling confrontation and feel like I betrayed my wife in some way. Was I wrong here? Alright. He was. Yes, he was, but man, that sucks for you. That sucks for you because you want to eat good. And this, I love eating. So, Oh my gosh, this is a red flag episode, I swear. Could it be? Um, that might be the title of this episode. Who knows? He, he can't communicate with her because of how she was reacting. That's a red flag for her. A huge yeah. red flag. You can't have a conversation with her because, oh, pity me, pity me. Oh, no, I'm a horrible wife. I'm a horrible cook. I can't do anything right. That needs to stop right now. 
This is not a pity party. Facts. This is as simple as, you know, when you're pouring the rice, keep pouring. <laughs> Just do more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is, I, I don't know what's wrong with this lady. And him, this is an innocent lie. And he uses what can't, what she does, what can't, um, what she doesn't know can't hurt her. Yeah. Um, but that's a very slippery slope. You don't want to do that. You don't even have to do the whole thing. Uh, uh, just eat a heavier lunch. You know. But good. she cooks. No, but uh, he works. Like he he's he's at you know whatever job he works at with labor. Just during your lunch lunch time, just eat more. No, but, that's not a solution. I mean, no, it's not a solution. But you don't. You also don't have to like eat after work. I guess technically it would be. I mean, both ways are easy. But yeah, I agree. It's not a solution. You should you should be talking to your wife, and she shouldn't be this dang sensitive about her food or whatever she provides. If what's gonna stop her from taking this tactic with other conversations? Probably nothing. I mean, honestly, they they probably had this. Where like, you need to tiptoe around her? Yeah. Walk on eggshells? No, this is not okay. I wonder if she just feels um uh, self conscious because maybe she's like a stay at home wife i don't know but and can then, i say my theory yeah good my theory oh, oh. Conspiracy, uh, time. conspiracy time what if okay she's trying to make him lose weight he is 230 pounds i wonder how tall he is because if he's like 5'1 <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot of weight <laughs> to be carrying around so maybe but if he's like 6'2 it's fine that weight is reasonable it could be it honestly it could be it i i would i would maybe try to dig deep a little bit like see what why she's feeding him so little and why she feels this way i kind of had a situation with you what yes but you're the cook okay and you were just giving me too big of servings because you need to eat more no you i just couldn't physically eat it and then i would always yeah. feel bad because i have a bad relationship with food and with throwing food away so i would always overstuff myself to the point where my stomach hurt yeah. because it was too much food just because i couldn't have it go to waste and i would tell you this is too big of a serving for me and then you would serve me the same the next time. This is kind of harder to see. It's kind of harder proportion. I think I'm not good at proportions. But you I, know, you've become so much better. Like I don't have that issue anymore. I do. I do. I have. I agree. But I also still sometimes mess up like that. Um, and to me, I think also my mentality to it is like, well, if you're not gonna eat it, just, just put it back. Like, or I can, or give it to me, and I'll finish it. Like, I, I, I can just keep eating. Yeah. So. But sometimes you don't want it. And I don't like having leftovers because most of the time leftovers just stay there until we throw them away. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. I don't think food... I, I, I have a hard time just eating. I've become a lot better. Mm. But making it reheated or just a leftover to... It, it doesn't taste the same, so it makes me even harder to eat, yeah. eat it. So we just tip, and it's just the two of us. So we typically don't have leftovers. Um, so I did have that issue with you. Well, at least. Were you trying to make me gain weight? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just trying to make you healthy, man, because you would eat very little. But uh, that's something that you built up, you know? There, I 
before we lived together, I could go a day and a half without eating and that's not bad. feel bad. Yes, that's bad. But you you wanted me to go straight into jump jump into eating what I eat now, the amount that I eat now. Can't stop you from eating now. <laughs> You're driving us into the you know already in me. Already, yeah. 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 Nothing in the fridge anymore after uh-huh. you're done with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, everything takes a step. Maybe I did take it too far at first. Uh, there is a topic coming here. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. It's a little concerning that she goes full passive aggressive when you say something to her. It's it sounds like she concerning. has. Yeah. It sounds like she has a really hard time when her carefully crafted mental image of herself is even slightly challenged. Not the whole. Yeah, she does have some sort of problem. Maybe, yeah. maybe that, maybe that's the root. Maybe don't even start it with like, "Hey, you're not serving me enough food," but more so tackle like, "Hey, have you noticed that like when we maybe have like the tiniest, um, uh, I don't know, argument or discussion, it kind of makes you feel really bad." <laughs> and then see where that goes. I don't think that that would make me feel no, that's better. Good. That's where you're supposed to start. Oh no, I'll say I'll say two things. Okay, one. Maybe he could approach it by, hey, honey, let's cook together. I, I would just like for us to cook together. And then just add more, you know? Just when she's not looking, just toss more. Not rice. when she's not looking, but <laughs> this looks so good and I'm so hungry. I'm going to probably want seconds. She's probably so. going to catch on, honestly. She's going to be like, oh, you're you're doing that because I didn't serve you enough food, huh? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So that that... I wanted to say something, but yeah. nothing works because you're right. I something needs to be done about her attitude and um, conversations, and I can relate to her. I am a perfectionist mm-hmm. in a really bad way, and it's something that I have worked out of. Yeah, but I know that there was a time where it was really hard for me to take criticism because. Uh, something wrong with being a perfectionist is that if it's not perfect, then I'd rather scratch it all and, yeah. and start over. Um, but that's not healthy. So if I worked on something and I had something to show, and it could be in the littlest thing. It could be with a simple dinner. It could be with anything. Yeah. And then to hear criticism, it was hard. Yeah. It may, it makes me sometimes feel incapable capacitated to try again mm. because it's a real issue and i'm not like that anymore to that extreme but i wouldn't want to attempt anything if i didn't know i could succeed at it yeah everybody has their own things that they need to improve on i, I think I, I relate more to him where i am 230 pounds <laughs> yeah, i just uh, i am very uh non-conversational i rather like you know walk around the problem instead yeah. of confront it head on so yeah yeah i i but I, I have learned as I grow up, uh, you sometimes you can't walk around the problem. You have to, like, confront it. Because mm-hmm. if you try to walk around the problem, you're just going to keep walking and walking and walking. And you're never going to get to the other side of it. So, yeah, you have to just, like, like I mentioned earlier, yes, I get where you're coming from. Like, you, you say that it should be something you're, that you solve together. But to me, the, the best way to approach it, at least someone that is super non-confrontational, like you're mentioning OP, is go through it once and see how it feels. Because the first time is hard, like confronting somebody, like really, really confronting somebody about something that you, doesn't, that you don't like or that you don't 
that you don't feel good about, the it's hard and, and it's hard to do it multiple times. So at least for me, it drains me. I can't confront someone because it, it just so much negativity in my brain. So do it one time. Go through the whole thing one time and see how it feels. And then and then if that doesn't work, then go, you know maybe try to get enough energy to tackle it again. It's just that to me, and that's the same, last thing I'll say. Yeah, this isn't confronting. It's just talking. But sometimes people don't see it like that. Sometimes it's more. It's it's a much more effort for some people than it is for others. Like for us, I and just transparency into the YouTube world and outside world. Um, uh, I cannot argue. I am not an arguable or debater or blah blah. I, that that stuff drains the heck out of me. But tell me, you can't like you yourself can debate for like hours. I can. You can just go on and on about your your point, and I and I'm like, that's fine. You do that with your brothers, and and I'm like, how I can't do that. To I me, think it's an amazing way to see each other's point of view and um take away things yeah. to food for thought. I got like three minutes of that in my tank, mm-hmm. and then I'm done. Yeah. I cannot do it. So it's probably the same thing for this guy. Maybe maybe just having that conversation with his wife is so overwhelmingly overwhelmingly exhausting that he doesn't want to go through it. I'll just say this is a new relationship issues. It'll get better. How long have they been together? I don't know. They just moved in 10 months ago. Five months ago. They been moved in ago. together five months ago. But they got married since we got married. So, so yeah, but... Oh, this might be like a moving in thing. Yeah. It's moving in sometimes is hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. Mm. <laughs> it's a challenge. challenge. Yeah. So they'll be fine. They just, there's a lot of working through that they need to do. Yeah. Just go through the kinks together and then yeah. and see where that goes. All right. Last story. My 30 female fiance, 40 male, is having an affair with a deceased woman. Here's my dilemma. Do I postpone my wedding and give us a shot to work this out? Or do I run for the hills? I'm wondering if I'm completely missing his perspective on all of this. My fiancé, 40 male, and I, 30 female, have been together for nine-ish years. A year or two through our relationship, we spent some time apart as I felt he had an inappropriate relationship with a co-worker, both realtors. We ended up getting back together, but he continued to sleep with her during the first few months of us trying to work things out. We did work things out. The infidelity isn't as big of an issue for me as it is for other people. I quickly felt trust with him again, and things were great. The issue of the affair has rarely come up since we talked through our resolution years ago. Six-ish years later, we got engaged. Almost a year after that, his mistress died. Excuse my cold tone with this, but to me, she is not a good person, and I will never see her in that light. I found out that she had a fetish for taking men, and she played a big role in the end of four other marriages. My fiancé went to the funeral and spoke at her parents' request, despite my expressing how hurtful and disrespectful that was in my eyes. In the months following her death, he has participated in fundraising in honor of this woman. I have continued expressing how hurtful and disrespectful I find his involvement in all of this. I'm capable of and have moving on and forgiving him for the original affair. But when he keeps doing things that bring it to the forefront of our relationship, I can't help but feel hurt by it. There is a messy history after all. I feel like I have sacrificed so much, sat back and been the one to bend and compromise on everything surrounding her in these situations. And I can't see anything that he's compromised on when it comes to it. All I see is an inappropriate and disrespectful emotional connection to his deceased mistress. There was a small fundraising dinner in her honor the other night. And this is where things really hit the fan. I again expressed my feelings on the situation. 
especially since he didn't tell me until an hour before he was going to leave to attend. He said I needed to get over the affair and stop holding it over his head and I need to figure out my stuff out. He wishes I could see his perspective because I wouldn't be upset if I stepped back and saw his side of things. Yet he couldn't articulate his perspective. He also said he was sick of my meritless threats after I said if he's going to continue to have an inappropriate emotional connection with his deceased mistress and bring it to the forefront of our lives together that I couldn't live the rest of my life like that. He said he has the right to honor a good friend and that she always had his back even after he chose me. This has really caught me off guard the past year. I thought there was no connection to her anymore. I also thought I had a partner that would care enough about my feelings to be willing to change some of their actions. I know I would feel awful if he came to me and said that something I was doing was hurtful to him and he found it disrespectful. I'm getting none of that from him. I might sound really messed up and heartless. Right. But she kind of brought this on herself. You can't okay. have such blurred boundaries. Infidelity is not that big of an issue. He cheated on me for months. And when we were working things out, he continued to cheat on me. But that is fine. And then you let this person, let this person keep communication and a friendship with this person. And then want to draw a hard line. This is on you. You never drew any yeah. boundaries. I completely agree with you. I Nobody's worth that much. Nobody's <laughs> worth that much that you had to stick around for that. No, uh, he cheated on you. Leave. That's it. That's it. Yeah. He cheated on you with this woman. No, get the heck out of there. And then, okay. He's now still prioritizing her after she's gone. And I'm so sorry, you know, that she's gone. But after she's gone, leave. You don't have to stay at all. There's no reason that he's giving you any more whatsoever to stay. He even said, I'm tired of your empty threats. Oh, that's like a... Ooh. Sounds like he's he's saying, do something about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that's how you comment. feel, then leave me. Yeah, he's <laughs> opening like the door, basically. Yeah, he's like, what are you waiting for? Do you yeah. want me to bring the papers for you to sign? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I think it's even more crazy that he phrased it that way, too. The whole, she had my back after I chose you. Like, if you're supposed to be grateful so, for oh that. Oh, my gosh. You know? like You no. chose me. Yeah. Nah, this guy has such a weird, like, I, I don't understand why, he, how, like, I don't understand him at all. Why would you have these type of relationships like that? Why would you go through all this? That's so, isn't that so draining? Just bad. Uh, he clearly wants to have two different lives in a way. Like, he wants to, he wanted to be with the girl, the, the one that passed away, the lady. But uh, she passed away, and uh, she probably wasn't that good to him. And but he liked the 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 stability of this other woman, so what he went to have both. Still sleeping with her. That'd be weird. I mean, she's deceased. So no, <laughs> you that was too far, Oscar. Oh, okay, <laughs> that'd be really bad. Yes, that was too far. But I, it sounds like maybe it didn't stop when she thought it stopped. Yeah, definitely not. If he has this many feelings for her. She was definitely always like, like he mentioned, forefront of the forefront of his memory. 
Mm-hmm. He's he, that he was thinking about her the whole time. A good friend. I I think it's crazy that the the family like he's so close to them that the mm-hmm. family even was like, "Can you speak in her like you know funeral?" That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> how close this are you guys? More than a mistress. Yeah, they had a whole like it seemed like a whole life together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sucks that she's like that though. That homewrecker. That's a bad person to be. That's a weird fetish to have. That's horrible. It's probably a power dynamic thing. Because it's like, oh, I can take anybody's mans away from you kind of thing. Yeah. So. To me, if someone tried to take you away from me and they succeeded, then I don't want you. Yeah. I'm tainted. How, how do you say in Spanish? Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm no, I get you. I was just joking around. Yeah, it's not worth it. If you're in a relationship and you're actually committed, there shouldn't be any moment that this happens. It doesn't make sense. If it does, then, then it's not a good relationship anymore. It's it's bad. Like, it's it's breaking. Yeah. Because she, you you don't have to fight over a man. You don't have to fight to keep him. It's it's you either, He either wants to stay or he doesn't. Either and way, that's it. in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. The man or the woman or however that looks like. I no one can take me away from you because I wouldn't allow that. Exactly. So if someone can take you away from me, it's because you didn't want to stay with me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's pretty it. It's pretty solid. Like you, you just need to, you just need to not stick around anymore. Top comment here is: You heard the man. Stop bluffing and divorce him. This is some of the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard in my life. And you have repeatedly communicated that to him very clearly in response he told you he doesn't give a crap and that he doesn't think you have the backbone to leave him prove his ass wrong yeah honestly that's what it comes down to because he he's i mean he's honestly taking advantage of you at this point because you're not even choosing yourself you're choosing him over and over and over and over and over again another person said wow maybe you should have been more hurt by the affair your fiance, your fiance sucks. He didn't respect you when he cheated, and he doesn't now. He didn't tell you until an hour before he was going to a fundraising dinner for her, and she's a serial homewrecker. That's the woman your fiance loves. Even when she's dead, she's wrecking your home. Your fiance sucks. You deserve better. And then OP replied, "That's the woman your fiance loves." It's so crummy to hear, but I immediately don't disagree with that statement. That's that's your sign right there. That's your sign, girlie. Get the heck out of there. So I mean, your that's your 100th sign. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hopefully this is the one you take. I mean, yeah. this is the biggest one, right? Yeah. If you agree, leave. Leave. Get the heck out of there. But I think you're right. This is a red flags episode, 100%. Yeah. So, you know, that's that. Like, obvious red flags, though. Yeah. You don't really need it. They're huge red flags. It's almost like that guy with the bowl. Like they're holding <laughs> it, waving it at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or um, that one guy who's like helping the planes land with the with the flags and stuff, <laughs> swinging around like that and dancing. Yeah, I don't think. I think it's just like this. Oh really? They don't dance around. <laughs> I don't no, know. The airplane is like <laughs> just swimming around and stuff. There, <laughs> you're like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, God, I hate when they put Tom as a airplane lander guy. Whatever, yeah. You forget, um, you start scratching yourself with it. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would that would suck a lot. But uh, that's basically, honestly, that's kind of what we experienced today. They're really just putting the red flag on onto you, onto all these relationships. So 
see them you they're know? wrapping you in this red flag blanket and you're like oh how cozy is this you're just staying in there all warm deceived but yeah. with that being said that is the end of the episode and i hope you guys enjoyed and uh, like this person who who wrote into us i hope you guys wrote into us too it's awesome you know uh be part of the show be part of the show with us and we'll, we'll review your story we also have uh that form we put it in the episode somewhere in there send us a video we want to have videos in here too to react to and all that of uh, your the stories will be in the description yeah yeah and uh we give somewhat okay advice <laughs> so try us out you know uh but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed and if you did hit the subscribe button you know how it is keep it all you know nice and warm over there in that little like and comment area and uh we'll see you guys in the next episode and i hope you guys have a great day great week great month great year great second it's great life just have a great life see you all in the next one bye Laters. Anybody who's new, who's looking at this video for the first time, subscribe, bro. Join us in this crazy neighborhood of ours and, uh, you know, just have some fun, silly times with us. Hear some Reddit stories and let's see where the heck this goes. We'll see you in the next one. Laters.